This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 21st Sunday of the year, the 27th of August. This week, the Financial Times reported that there are over 500 identity thefts every day. There have been some 89,000 cases since the start of 2017. And people have their identity stolen by all kinds of scams and devious means. Perhaps some of us have been victims of this kind of crime. I recently had my debit card cloned at a petrol station. Oddly, the anti-fraud agency is known by the acronym CFAS, which we recognise as the name Jesus gave to Peter after his profession of faith. It means something else, of course, in this context. The CFAS of the Gospel is the rock on which Jesus built his church. Peter had no identity theft or crisis, because you don't have a crisis of identity when the Son of God names you. And the other apostles revered him from that moment as the vicar of Christ. The truth is that there is nothing that captures the imagination as much as the institution that we know as the papacy. There's a great mystery involved, but not the mystery of secrecy and intrigue, that some have liked to give it through history, rather the mystery that a human being is called to represent Christ to his people until the end of the world. This is because the Holy Spirit has a direct intervention in the choice of the successor of Peter. The symbol of the keys given to Peter by Jesus signifies his role in opening up for us the gates of heaven. For a Christian, Names are important because they symbolise our identity and our identification with Christ. At least they should. This is why we are encouraged to have names that are not alien to Christian sentiment. Our Holy Father, the Pope, chose the name Francis, he was the first to do so, to signify his desire to radically love Christ, the Church and the needy, in the, the spirit of that much-beloved saint. In the Bible, names were very important because they signified what a person was, what their destiny would be. In the Gospels, after the names of Jesus and Mary, the name which occurs more frequently than all the others is the name of Peter. So we can naturally conclude that he is somehow central and important in the story of our salvation. Our Lord used his name. And made a play on the word Peter. Peter is the rock on which the church would be built. Not just this man, Simon Peter, the fisherman, but the office, the role of Peter, who was to be the head of the church, or as we say, Christ's vicar or representative on earth. The spiritual power and authority given to Peter is extended and intended to last for all time. It's Christ's guarantee of remaining with his church. So whenever those thousands of pilgrims look at the Pope each week in Rome or whenever he ventures abroad on his travels, they see the man who is number 266 down the line from St. Peter in an unbroken chain, our visible link with Christ. So we can truly believe what St. Ambrose wrote in the fourth century. It is to Peter that Christ says, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Where Peter is, there is the church. And where the church is, 
No death is there, but life eternal. All of this reminds us above all to pray for the person of the Pope, that his faith and strength will be sustained, that we will listen to his voice as to the voice of a shepherd who is looking out for us and leading us safely along the right path, and that all people of goodwill may see in him the focus and centre of unity for those who wish to know God. For the Catholic Christian, we have an identity that can never be stolen, weakened or tampered with, since we identify at our deepest level with Christ. Indeed, every time we pray or act in the name of Jesus, we do so as Peter did, making that act of faith in the person, in the divinity of Jesus Christ. We have a Pope and we have a Bishop who, after Christ, have consecrated their lives to the Mother of God. Our own Bishop, belonging to the Society of Mary, signs off his letters to us always, yours in Christ and Mary. Pope Francis, before he undertakes any major event or travel, visits the ancient image of Our Lady in St Mary Major's Basilica, Salus Populi Romani. She intercedes for the Church constantly, but especially for the ones who have been given the task of feeding the flock of Christ here on earth. Let us pray. O God, who caused the minds of the faithful to unite in a single purpose, grant your people to love what you command and to desire what you promise, that amid the uncertainties of this world, our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. Christ our Lord. Amen.